It's just like, you go three and oh. Was that breakfast? Today? That was breakfast burritos. Oh, I do like breakfast burritos. Yes. Like you go three and zero, so you get you get hopes up. Yep. So it's not like the Jets. Nope. Or like the, I don't know the Jets. Like you knew you were gonna be bad. Yes, you did. So I expect that. Yep. You know, but with the Panthers, you go three and zero, so it's like, hey, we're not like bad. Mm-hmm. Like three and we, we showed strong defense. Yeah. Some of the, like some of the stuff that was going on was like we're actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. We look good. And then to go from that to f- 0 and 4 and look horrible. Yeah. Like the Giants game, I I was not entertained. At I all. did not attempt to watch it. When I saw oh. 5 to 3, I was like, "Oh no." It was gross. Oh no. Like normally it's like, you know, football is entertaining and yeah. fun to watch, even if you're a bad team, sometimes there's fun stuff. Absolutely. Like Zach Wilson could be kind of fun to watch for the Jets. Detroit or, plays everybody tough. Detroit, yeah, exactly. They, they, they just lose every game, but it's they're kind of entertaining. Mm-hmm. The Giants game was not entertaining at all because we couldn't get a first down. Like there's there's no fun when there's not even like a twenty yard play and then like you throw. I don't know. There was just like nothing. Yeah, it was just nothing the whole time, and uh, I don't really know what happens. Like I've been trying to think about it. Like is it Coaching, is it offensive line? Is it quarterback? Is it everything? Like, is it just everything's falling apart? If I had to be honest, if I, be, if, yeah. if I had to just give the Panthers something, yeah. Christian McCaffrey is hurt. Do you think that makes that big of a like, well, that gap? Because, because, and this is unfortunately, this is a problem that I have seen with Carolina over the past, basically in the Cam Newton era moving forward. Mm-hmm. Whoever the best player is, they will run him into the ground. Yeah. And for Christian McCaffrey to have such high usage, for him to not then be available is probably detrimental to the offensive scheme. Yeah, that's true. Even with other talent, even with plenty of talent. Um Yeah, I do think it's like not totally fair to uh like judge completely without McCaffrey healthy. Mm-hmm. Like I think we need him. He's three and zero with McCaffrey. Exactly. Zero and four without him. Yes. So I don't want to like put a put a definite uh, like cap on it, but it's like that is yeah that is a big part. Yeah, I I am with you, but it just like to not have anything like work. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, I, I do understand that. The Giants are, ba- like, bad. Yeah. And to get just destroyed, like, I don't know. It was just very sad. Because, I mean, like, last week we talked about the Vikings and Panthers making the mm-hmm. playoffs. Yeah. Which I feel pretty good about the Vikings pick. Um, I'm still iffy. We'll see. We got Dallas this week. That would be huge. That's a, huge. That's a test against a very competent yeah. offense and a solid defense. So yeah. Um. But I think, yeah, y'all are solid. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, there's a certain, there's a high floor. I feel like with the Vikings, mm-hmm. in my like, but with the Panthers, it's like I have, I have no idea. We, yeah. we play the Falcons next, and the Falcons is another team that you have no idea where you're gonna get. You genuinely don't. Like, I mean, they, they have good? so much talent and just for no reason. 
can't put it together. Every game is like close. But they need to blow the team. Yeah, I agree. Um, this is incredible. Really? I like that. You like that? Nice. I like that. Shout out, this episode is sponsored by AMC, Appalachian Mountain Cidery. Yeah, this is delightful. You got this uh, in Boom? Harris Teeter, there was a variety pack. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I, I got it, the Harris Teeter off of Harris by, uh, uh, what's that like? Davis Lake. Davis Lake, gotcha. That is the closest Harris Teeter to my home. Really? Yes. Okay. If you take like Ballard Creek or whatever that. I don't even have to do that. I can actually back road it. Um, end up on Sugar Creek. And yeah, yeah. Sugar Creek will basically drop me off on Harris. This is just like a block away. Okay. I've told too much. Yeah. <sighs> Welcome to the episode of the Jam Podcast. <sighs> you now know where Justin lives. Yeah, the general area. Man, Marshawn Lattimore and DK Metcalf are getting into it. Chippy. <laughs> Man. Um, yeah, it is an airless episode. Ah, just the gym. The gym, yep. We, uh, we might get Fantasy Corner with Shalissa if we're lucky, mm-hmm. which would be great. Um, as a side note, mm-hmm. ooh, ah, dang. I picked up in my fantasy league. Yes. So this is not Fantasy Corner, but I'm playing against. Braxton, shout-outs to Braxton. Shout-outs to Braxton. And uh, I have four players on by, mm. and then two players that were start in my starting lineup all week were uh, uh, the guy from the Raiders, tight end, Darren Waller, Waller. Yep. and Sterling Shepard, who were both declared out like Sunday, like <sighs> an hour before. So I took them on my bench, and I have two spots just empty on my starting lineup. Mm-hmm. So then today... I dropped two players and picked up DJ Dallas and uh, Rashad Penny. Who is DJ Dallas? He's a running back. He's a third string running back. Fourth string, but Chris Carson's out. So now he's third string. Yeah. For Seattle. For Seattle. running back. Wow. I've never heard of him. So I'm losing by 15 points. So you need DJ Dallas. I need DJ Dallas and Rashad Penny to combine for 15. Wow. Do you think I have a chance? Matt, I'm going to give you some hope. Okay. In spite of all the odds. Yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, that, that's a tough situation to be in. So the first quarter is almost over. Yep. How's, how many points do you think they have so far? 0.75. I just watched that series go on. I was like, I don't think a running back touched the ball. What's tragic is that they have a combined 0.1 points. <sighs> Woo, not Boy. looking good. So my fantasy team, <laughs> yeah. my fantasy team this week had a lot of so my horses were on by. So Zeke, yeah, Cole Beasley, Keenan Allen. Yeah. All on by. So Fortunately, I did, I think this is just I'm gonna say shout outs to me drafting well and making one solid move in free agency. Uh, Cordell Patterson I picked up in free agency, and then I Amazing. drafted. I mean this these th- these names actually don't mean anything. So I have Robbie Anderson and Miko Hardman. Mm. I have a combined five point seven points between those two. Mm. Um, but who carried the way? Kyle Pitts had. 
22. Yeah, nice. Uh, Cordell had 13. Cooper Cup had 35. Oh. And Tannehill had 21. And they and then I picked up because the Vikings defense was on bye, mm. and I needed to pick up a defense, and I almost picked up the Falcons defense, and then I was like, "Don't you dare do that!" I picked up the Colts defense, mm. and they got me eleven, and I ended up winning. Wow! So yeah, I won one thirty-one to ninety-nine. Nice. So I'm going to hold what, I, but my thing now is because I've been trying to figure out what to do with Kyle Pitts and Mike Jacecki. I'm going to start both of them. Jaseki at the flex, yeah. Pitts at the tight end, and yeah. then Cordell Patterson has been a stud for me. I think I'm going to end up starting him over Gibson. I may even trade Gibson, yeah. honestly. I'm not Gibson's not really doing much. And then Zeke is doing well. Yeah, Zeke's a beast. And then between Keenan Allen, and Cole Beasley, and uh, Cooper Cup, I'm getting solid I think production. I think Keenan's got a massive like, second half. So I think, I think this takes me to three and four in my league. Like I was down Cooper bad. I was like one and like I was on a three game losing streak for a minute. Cooper Cup like is on pace to like break records. Like yeah. Receiving records. Yeah. He was a he was a great pick. I was I, I wish I do wish I would have picked a little bit more with my heart. Uh so I actually cared a little bit more about my team. But I was like, let gotcha. me I got last place last year, so let me play the game on a little bit. On an inherited team, yeah. nonetheless. But I was like, let me let me play the game a little bit, get some people. That's why, you know, Beasley and Cup, I was like, they're going to get throw, They're going to get catches. Um, and then Keenan yeah. Allen is going to uh, give me big plays and stuff. Yeah, like But, uh, yeah, running back-wise, I wish. I, I literally, I remember Derrick Henry got taken the pick before I took Zeke. Ooh. And I was looking, I was like, if he don't take Derrick Henry, I'm taking him. Henry is weird. I heard someone say... Today, what's like what's like a running back to running back comp of Derrick Henry right now? It feels like there's not anyone else in his category of running back. So they said we probably haven't someone had someone like this since like Randy Moss at wide receiver. There was no other real receiver. I would like say him. the closest thing I have to Derrick Henry may be Earl Campbell. Well, like currently. Oh, current. Like, oh no, there's that's no. What, that's what like no. they're saying is like there's no one Mm-mm. currently like him. Oh no, so. no, he's a freak. He is. He. I wouldn't even say he's Randy Moss. Well, they're he's saying like Randy Moss Megatron. Like, yeah, there's. They were saying like when Randy Moss was in the league, mm-hmm. there was no other receiver like him, where he was like his own touche thing, and that's kind of what Derrick Henry is now for the running back. Oof. Yeah, Derrick Henry. Uh, Derrick Henry. There has been in. Let's let's be honest. Since he's been playing football, there has been no one remotely like comparable to him. True. Like it's weird. Like he is because because at his size, one would assume. Okay, he's a big lumbering back. You know, going to get you three yards, a short yardage guy. Yeah. And Derrick Henry routinely runs away from defensive backs. Weird. Like, pulls away from them. Like, last week, he broke that run. And, like, DBs could not catch up to him. And yeah. I never see him get run down. He Like, he had the 99-yard run where he basically stiff-armed a dude for 40 of those yards. Mm-hmm. 
and never broke stride. And like he would do it, he did it at SEC again at Bama, where he played against a bunch of people to run four twos and four threes, and he would run away from them on a regular basis. Yeah. And he would run over you, through you, around you, away from you. He, I was like, I was thinking, Derrick Henry is a Hall of Famer right now. If he and and it's like he doesn't have a large sample size. Like honestly, he's had three good years. Mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. Wow. Hall of Fame. That's like I, if bold. I had a vote, I'd put him in. That's pretty bold. Yeah. Because his team hasn't. They haven't won anything. Mm-mm. So it's like playoff appearances for sure. Yeah. Um, playoff wins. They're looking good. They Go. just beat the Bills and then the Chiefs. Yep. Dominated the Chiefs. Dominating. Weird. Man. It's, if you told me that Derrick Henry would have more passing touchdowns than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I would be like, hilarious. what are you talking about? You could get so, like, you could make so much money on that. Yeah. It's a different shot of Penny. No. Yeah. Yeah, um, Derrick, Derrick Henry is, I, I mean, to me, he he's hands down to me the best running back in the league. Hmm. And, like, like from from a fantasy standpoint, you know, you got your Christian McCaffrey, your Alvin Kamara's, Dalvin Cook even. But I'm like, I would take Derrick Henry over all of them. Yeah. It's like if I, like I know that because what matter of fact, what he reminds me of the most, I was talking about. He actually reminds me a lot of Adrian Peterson, mm-hmm. where Adrian Peterson also had the power yeah. and the breakaway speed. But it's like Adrian Peterson would just continue. Like he's not really gonna do anything fancy. Like he's going to hit the hole and he's gonna hit a hole that's not there. In the first quarter, probably be two yards. Second quarter, like three yards. But in that third and fourth quarter, when you tie to Adrian Peterson running at you, he breaks off a of seventy. And I think, I mean, that's classic Derrick. That's prime Derrick Henry. Yeah. Um, he's just bigger than AP, and Adrian Peterson was a big dude. True. Yeah, it's pretty weird, like, having someone just dominate. Yeah. Um, and I guess the Titans, like, they kind of know what they have as they give him the ball. And that's what, like, part of it is, like, can he sustain, like, uh, the amount of... Pounding, yeah. But, like how many, he's got like his probably his window's probably short. Yeah, I mean, as as with all running backs, I think. Yeah. Like I, I do hope that he can at least have like, I would love for I don't he doesn't necessarily have to win a Super Bowl for him to yeah like be a, be the legend. He's already established himself as a legend, but I would like him to have some like iconic playoff games. Yeah, like I would like if he broke off like a two hundred yarder in the playoffs mm-hmm. and. You know, that kind of thing, a three, four touchdown game. Like, I would love that for him uh, just to establish his legacy because I don't know that the Titans necessarily will win. But also, with them having uh, – it's it's funny this year, and this is kind of what I, this is what I thought, teams really just have to choose, pick their poison. It's like, thankfully, Ryan Tannehill is not like a – you know, they don't have like a Patrick Mahomes or anybody like that. But if they really played it well, it's like you would have to play them extremely honest because you got A.J. Brown, you got Julio Jones, you got Derrick Henry. So it's like you either stack the box or put your corners in single man coverage. Yeah. What's weird is that those two receivers are freaks. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, (laughs) so you have a running back who's not like any other running back. Yes. Obviously, Julio's a little past his prime. A little bit. But Julio, he's man. still Julio. Oof. And then AJ like, Brown is AJ Brown's a monster. He's, which like he was at Ole Miss with DK Metcalf mm-hmm. and kind of got overshadowed a little bit by DK. But AJ Brown is like you see him and it's like he has a big dude. Yeah, he's a physical. 
specimen. Which is weird that those like wide receiver duos in college mm-hmm. interesting because like the Justin Jefferson Jamar Chase yep. are both ballers too. Yep. And it's like man, how did obviously with Justin and Jamar they won a championship, but like yep. at Ole Miss it's like. What was going yeah, on? These there. these two dudes there. And like, why did I did I didn't know about either one of them until yeah. the combine? It's yeah. like DK Metcalf shows up. And it's like, who's this now? Yeah. <laughs> Who, why didn't we know about him? Like six five, two thirty four three. Like what? What? Yeah. Who? Freak. And like the fact that he went like second rounds. Like I'm sorry, I I'm picking him. I don't. I'm not letting thirty picks go by and not taking. I don't care what else I need. I'm like I. Yeah. Would rather be wrong about this guy, yeah, than risk somebody else being right. Yeah, and it's kind of like uh, Arkansas randomly having McFadden, Felix Jones, Peyton Barber. Yeah, not Peyton Barber, Hillis. Peyton Hillis. Yeah, yeah. Peyton Hillis. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and the same and thing. They with, had Casey Dick at the quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> like who is okay. that? Auburn had Cadillac, Ronnie Brown, and Brandon Jacobs. I think. Oof. I think I was like, what? Jason Campbell at quarterback. Yeah. Too. That was the year that I think they went undefeated and didn't make it to the championship game because the BCS was dumb. Ah, man, stupid BCS. Yeah. Joseph, would you like to join for uh, Fantasy Corner? Oh, yeah. yeah. I haven't checked my fantasy out. Nice. Oh. That might be kind of. Oh. Can you talk? Welcome, Shalissa, to the program. Yes, I can talk. How I got talk? words. Yes. You got words, man. There you go. You have the best words. <laughs> uh, I won. You won? Yeah. How's your team looking? Uh, I mean, honestly, DJ Moore still got me 13 points. It's not bad. Joe Burrow is crushing it for me. Man, mm. shout out to Joe Burrow. Shout out to Jamar Chase. Oh. Uh, so nice. Michael Pittman? Yep. Did really well for me. Infant is not crushing it like I would like him to. Who? No, no, a fan. She oh. likes to go infant. Who's like infant? Who's <laughs> like, who's that? That's like 50% of my chosen. I'm not mad at it. I love it. Infant. <laughs> uh, Michael Carter? He crushed it for me. How many points? I mean, 16. Yeah. But, like, wow. for a flex. I'll take 16. Yeah. I'll take 16 from pretty much everybody but a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. So, I mean, yeah. You're what now? Good, good. Four and three? Or what's that? Five and three? I, I think I'm five and three. Yeah, I think so, too. She beat me last week by one point. Ooh. That's great. Man. Yeah. Did you have any studs on the bench that you wish you had played? Uh, or, Shalissa, did you have also any studs on the bench that would have gotten you more points? I had to start Taylor Heineke because Russell Wilson got hurt. Ah, that's rough. And he got like six I points. Started, um, I started Joe last week, too. Because last week it was kind of a toss-up with Sam Darnold because it was like, was it just a fluke? Mm-hmm. But I did not play him. So good. that was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember anything crazy. Honestly, everyone on my bench is like terrible. Gotcha. Like the highest person on my bench is 5.7 points. 
Wow. Okay. Um, although, I think I have one person out, one or two people out because of injuries. Okay. Two people out because of injuries, and then one person on a bye week right now. So, gotcha. I didn't have that many people to choose from this week. Gotcha. Knock on wood, injury bug has not affected my team yet. That's good. Wow. Yeah. And I got through probably the worst of my bye weeks. Are you invested in your team this week? This year? What? Fantasy wise? Yeah. Uh yes, because I actually drafted them. Okay. Last year. Last year I inherited a team and I had like nothing. I was like, I I don't understand the rhyme or reason behind this. Um But this year. This year, I was telling Matt, I figured out, I was like, oh, I need to put my both my tight ends in. Have one as a flex, one as a tight end. Because they are consistently, like, I look at the, like, aside from one game, Jacecki's had, like, great production. And the Falcons have finally, like, oh, we should throw to Kyle Pitts. I'm like, wow. oh, thank you. Thank you for doing so that. So how many points do they get? So between the two of them, if I would have started both, I'd had 40 between the two. Um, I, only started, I only started Kyle Pitts this week. He had 22. Um, and Jaseki had like 21 or something like that. So, or Jaseki had 18, so it would have been 40. Those are some good. Yeah, but Jaseki was on my bench. I won, but okay. I was like, okay, I can, I can do better here. Cause That's I've wild. also have. I feel like tight ends don't really get that. This it's. At least my tight ends. <laughs> it's a volume game, and it seems that Jaseki's open and Tua likes him. So I was like, yeah, throw it. Yeah, it's true. Tua awesome. does. Which I, st- I dropped Heineke, picked up Tua, and Tua mm. killed it this week. Did he? Yeah. But, I thought uh, about getting Jeremy Tua. Jeremy Adi's taking the league by storm. Really? Shout out to Jeremy. He's That's like 6-1. and one. I scored like, I played him this week. I think I had the second highest score in the league and lost to Jeremy. Wow. I'm just like, just the worst. Wow. I lost to everybody one point last week. This week, play the highest scoring guy. Yeah. And it's just like tough. It's like, all right. Yeah. So he's got like Derrick Henry and uh, oh boy, it's ridiculous. This team is nasty. Yeah, this year I think this year I'm actually a little bit more invested in football as a whole. Because uh, last year, last year just pandemic football. I was like there for it, but I wasn't. It was just odd. Yeah. So like I there's a, like a bunch of players where I'm just like I don't know these guys, mm-hmm. um, and I haven't been as invested in college football. Usually like I know like in college like oh this person's coming out they're really good mm-hmm. they 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 have production like the last draft I was watching was like I don't know most of you guys yeah. or not that not this year but last year's draft the 2020 NFL draft I was like I don't know any mm-hmm. of these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope this is a good player. Like, I got <laughs> yeah. nothing. Yeah. Well, hopefully you can win the money for this household. I'm pulling for you. Who do I have to beat to win it, though? I mean, you get the playoffs. It's a single elimination this year, which is weird. Um, Thank you for your thoughts. Thoughts on your thoughts. Yes, yes. Um, How do you feel about Jamar Chase? Over 200 yards. He gets the Ravens. Has now has the most yards by any rookie through seven weeks. Yes. Uh, I mean, what can be said that wasn't already said in the national championship mm. against Clemson? So good when he destroyed AJ Terrell mm. for four straight quarters. Sorry, AJ. Sorry, AJ. First round corner. Yeah, demolished. 
Trayvon Diggs in Alabama. Man. Also got Ooh. burned at LSU, but now he's killing it. He is just there. He it I, I don't want to say this. I just hear me what I say this. Yeah. He is not a Reed. Yeah. But he makes Ed Reed plays when he needs to make them. It's like Ed Reed pretty much is going to do that for me every single game, game in, game out. It doesn't matter the situation. But it's like just when I think the Cowboys aren't going to make it's like, ah, defense, man, they need to make a play. Trevon Diggs. Yeah. Like, He's clutch. Yeah. He's been there. I mean, that's why I picked – I think I picked the Cowboys from the Super Bowl last week, last uh, time we did the program. Man. I, I mean, it's it's he, he the way he plays. I mean, the way it, the finish against uh, the Patriots Cowboys the other night. Yeah, it just I because I wasn't even what was Ooh. I? At? I wasn't even home. Like I got home and I turned on the game just in time to see the pick six. Oh, yeah. But then, like next play, he gets burned. Now, yeah. to be fair, the safety definitely like overshot it because he pulled up. He's like, "Oh, safety's gonna get this," mm-hmm. and then the safety missed. You know, pulled a, a Minnesota miracle, Minneapolis miracle, and just missed the receiver altogether. Um, ironically, though, Stefan Diggs, his brother, um, which is crazy. Yeah, there's a third one. Really? Yeah, there's a third one who I think is practice squad. I'm like, man, what a pedigree. I love like brothers or like family or sisters, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like family connections. Yes. That's so fun. It's just I don't know why. It's just you playing against this person and like you know how hard it is to make the NFL? And then you put both. It's yeah. Like, oh yeah, we just put kids in the league. It's fine. <laughs> That's what we do. The NBA is just as crazy. And it's wild too, because Stefan, as good as he is now, he goes to Maryland. Maryland is not a powerhouse school. So then Trevon goes to Bama as a wide receiver and they convert him to corner. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's like the Holiday Brothers. They mm-hmm. have three brothers in the NBA. The Andacupos. Yeah. Giannis, all of them have rings. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it's like one got one with the Lakers and then two got one this year. It's like, So not only like you have three people in the league, but now you have three champions. Mm-hmm. And one Finals MVP and like a league MVP, like it's wa- that's that's insane. I hope they make a movie because like they're literally selling stuff on the street yeah. in Greece. Yeah. Like as a kid, yeah, that's what you're doing. Yeah, just to, to just make ends meet, to get by, not even make yeah. ends meet, to get by. Yeah. Yeah. And then you are in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yes. And you win an when NBA it, championship. They haven't won a championship since Kareem. And Giannis is like the best player in the league mm-hmm. at that moment. Not just completely switch gears. Yeah. But Giannis is shooting and making mid range shots. Yeah. And he's he making his free throws. And he's making his free throws. And I am genuinely sitting here like, uh, Giannis is going to average close to 40 points this year if he has a mid range game and knocks down his free throws. Yeah, and then it's like, who stops the Bucks? No, who stops that? I don't care who you have. You can't stop that. <laughs> no, yeah, because you come up and then he drives right by yep, you. Sweep through, and tear yeah. the rim down. He yeah. like any problem with that? Yeah, oh, he might have oh, grown over the summer. He know. might have. He might yeah. be seven three now. Yeah. Who knows? He's still like twenty two. <laughs> He's just a baby. Yeah, someone said. 
the uh, rookie for the Cavs uh, from USC, he's grown over the summer. And it's just like, that's part of the, like, one reason to draft really young, yes. tall dudes. You just never know. Yeah. They're probably, they might grow. It's like, what if... You're 18? Let's talk about yeah. it. LaMelo Ball is 19? Yeah. He's not done. Like, dudes grow to like 25, and he hit a crazy growth spurt a while ago, so who's to say he'll end up 6'11 and be the Ben Simmons that we all thought we were going to get? Which, uh, the Hornets 3-0. Yep. In fourth quarter, the division. 10-point lead over the Celtics right now, so uh, mm. looking at 4-0 maybe. Which, mm. Miles Bridges has got two 30-point games. Wow. And uh, named Eastern Conference Player of the Week, Miles Bridges. I guess it's been a week. I was like, what you mean? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, three games. But still, he's got 23 and 10 right now in fourth quarter. Wow. Bridges. Well done. Lamelo's got 15, 5 and 9. Well, how do you feel about uh, your Lakers so far, Russell? Carmelo? Um, Melo, man. Uh, Listen, it's, it's, it's always going to do my heart good. To see Mellow Man yeah. shoot that rock. Yeah. My boy get hot and he just he just does his thing. Um yeah, the Lakers, it's so what's going to have to happen is so we won, we beat Memphis last night. Yeah. We won with Mellow was a leading score, and then like it was just balance across the board. What we are going to have to do and what the Lakers, I think, are really going to have to focus on is balance is the name of the game. So is it because of the pieces. But oh, I say because of LeBron, I think LeBron is smart enough to recognize he got the high, somebody got the high hand. Feed him. Feed the high hand. Everybody else, you know, you need to be ready when your moment comes. Uh, and we got you on this team because you are a playmaker. So, yep. I think I think we'll be fine. I mean, as a Lakers fan, it's like I am not invested in games in October. Yeah. Like I don't care. Like we could go, we could start all zero and ten. I'm like, well, that's a lot of losses, but ah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, that's a luxury. Well, like part like the Hornets are three zero, and this it's the first time in franchise history. Really, the Hornets have started three zero. And it's like a that's, big deal, you know. That's kind of trash. Fun. Yeah. Uh, that was a super was false a start. False I don't know start. how they didn't call that. Uh, uh, I. So can that not be challenged? Uh, wow. Because that's that crazy. Blatant movement. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Wow. Oh. But yeah, so like yeah, I mean the Lakers are gonna be fine, uh, mm-hmm. and I think I don't think we're done. It takes with, a while to figure out Russ. I think somebody's gonna get traded. Yeah, like honestly, I feel like it might be Russ too. But yeah, I do feel. I like Melo. I mean, it's fun. I, the idea of Melo and LeBron on the same I team. I know it's like, awesome. Uh, it's really fun to see. Like, oh man, those guys. Just ah, man. and Melo making threes like yep. just killing it. LeBron's been shooting well. Yep, Anthony Davis doing well. I mean, they everybody made a big deal about the the, the spat with AD and Dwight Howard. I'm like, I am not making a big deal over an argument in the second game into the season. Yeah, for who sure. cares? <laughs> like for sure. Which like I think that might have been the same day that Dwight 
was left off the NBA 75 or whatever. Which I do believe he was robbed. Oh, yeah. Now, some people, sure. Clay Thompson, I, I like Clay. Yeah, no way. Could I tell, like, I think the story, somebody said, could I tell the story of the NBA without this person in it? Yeah. And while Clay Thompson is one of the best shooters of all time, it had a crazy, like, most points in a quarter type situation. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, Clay Thompson, I can tell the story of the NBA without him. Dwight Howard, I'm like, this is we talking about two time defensive player of the year. We talking about dunk champ, dunk contest, like an all time great NBA dunk contest. Finals, as the finals with the Lakers, final like made the finals with the uh, the Magic with the Magic, like took them, like led beat them LeBron, there. Beat LeBron and the Cavs. Yes, got to the finals. He, I mean, and people just don't, people forget they like see this guy, like Magic Dwight Howard. Yeah. Was a problem. Yeah. And that was like five years. It was a long time that he was the dude. Yeah. I mean, my man came out of high school and averaged a double-double. Yeah. Like, he was, I mean, really, if he, I I feel, and I I stand by this, if he had never gone to L.A. the first time, if he had stayed in Orlando, Mm -hmm. I think Dwight Howard's legacy would be completely different. Yeah, I, I think the team would have been more built around him. I think they would have had something to jump off on. But he went to L.A. and was not ready for the pressure that came with being a Laker. Yeah, people think he's kind of a clown or look at him as a role player that he is now. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's like, how do you – for like, I don't know. The fact that he is a serviceable role player now mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah. Like, he's able to accept that. Yeah. And to embrace it, like, with the 76ers. Ooh. Jeez. 76ers – Last year, he saw. I mean, he's a solid backup. I mean, the Lakers when they won the championship, he yes. played well. He was a very, he was a key Him piece. Javale like both played well. He was a very, and it's like very much a key piece in our in our bubble championship. Yeah, um, but like, yeah, I don't understand. I'll be honest, down. Reggie Miller getting in was a little bit of a surprise. Hmm. I um, like Reggie. Yeah. Uh, I like. Well, I like Reggie now. I hated Reggie in the nineties. Yeah, I couldn't stand him. Um, yeah, Reggie Miller. I feel like Reggie Miller. If he like him getting in, he was like number like seventy four. Yeah. Um, he had some iconic moments. There's some people because I didn't. I don't think Tracy McGrady made it. And honestly, I like T Mac, but I'm iffy with T Mac. I love T Mac. They call that a first down. These guys look like the Saints. That's fourth down. Guy, his eyes were so big. This fourth down. Okay, cool. Oh, okay. okay. I was like, okay. Now they just cheating. Yeah. Aren't they in Seattle anyway? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't, I didn't look at like the full list because I knew like, yeah, you know, once they they start talking about like the fifties and sixties, I don't know nothing about same. anything to happen. I, I, I think they should make it, but I'm like. Today, the basketball world, like, we don't care about. I saw some names on there that I'd never heard of. Not even in, from, like, an analytical standpoint. We're like, oh, this guy. No. Yeah. Um, Kyrie I, not being on there was interesting. Um, I heard someone argue that Jokic and uh, Luka should have been on it. As, like, a, in the future, these guys mm-hmm. are clearly going to be in the top 75. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, right. my 
Jokic, I would make more of a case for Jokic than Luka. Yeah. I mean, he's MVP. Yeah. He's so good, too. Yeah, I would make more of a case for Jokic than Luka, but... I can yeah. see at the end of the career, Luka... Oh, for sure. I think I think we're going to be... Like, Luka has solidified himself. I mean, he's, he's a top 10 player. if mm-hmm. Top 15 at the lowest. He's so um, good. So, I think he solidified himself there. Jokic, easily... I, for me, easily best center in the league. I like Embiid a lot, but I would take if given yeah. a choice between the two. If I could have one center, yeah, give me Jokic. I, I His know playmaking is just so like, exactly. massive. Exactly, Jokic is Jokic, He's, and and Jokic does this in the West, in the in the West where it's nuts. So I'm like, yeah, I would I would take him. Um, uh, yeah. That's tough. Man. Embiid's so dominant when he's right. right. When Embiid's like right, yes, you just don't get it that consistently. Whereas no. like Jokic is like, I'm dropping ten assists every. Yeah, game. I'm yes. leading the league in assists. Twenty five as a center. Twenty five, twelve, and nine. Yeah. All right, now what? All right. Boom. That, that's an average night for me. Boom. I might go. For, I might go for forty, fifteen, and twelve. Yeah. But yeah. it's like at the same time, it's like Embiid's like, well, I might just go for forty and twenty, and if I decide to pass the ball, then whatever. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, all that, all that to be said, I am, uh, basketball season's back and I'm, I'm excited. Uh, on a separate note, mm. so I'm gonna give this to Tommy. Okay, I'm ready. I may watch the World Series, uh. not elimination games. Not elimination games? Yeah, I might start at game one. Woo! And by start watching, wow. I mean it'll be on while I'm in the house. Man. It will be the white noise going on in the room. Okay. That's tough. I don't know that I'll be sitting down to just like... Man. But I have a soft spot for the Braves. Okay. So. Yeah. They were like, they're the first major league team I ever saw live. Uh, I feel like no one other than people, a small number of people who live in Houston want the Astros to win. Yeah. And then everyone else is like Braves. Like, come on, Braves, because they've been so close and they've choked yeah. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And it, how great would it be to bring a championship to Atlanta? <laughs> Golly, no, do they need, no. Golly, do they need something. Okay, if they go up <laughs> three. Oh, uh, oh yeah. I'll stop watching. <laughs> They go up three one. I'm not watching anymore. I'm like, mm-mm, yeah. mm-mm. if they if, if they blow a three one lead, you got you got to cancel the city. Burn this town. You got to rename it. There's clearly something in the water. Yeah, take your talents to Savannah or something. But Atlanta, yeah. it's clearly not it. Yeah, for sure. Man, that was that was baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh, our listener, the kid that's listening, yes, sent in two questions. Oh, perfect. Two topics to suss out. Um, so shout out to Josh. You're yes. the man. And uh, we appreciate you. And we also save the best for, for last. Also wanted to make sure you listen to the whole episode to hear your questions. Yes. You know? Yeah, obviously. You don't want to put it at the beginning because then you wouldn't listen yeah, to it. Yeah, you cut it off. It's you like, know? We, yeah. need, we need this. We got to pay these bills. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Gotta keep the lights on in our garage, our dark garage. Hey, Jim. Buzz, we should like make honeycombs on or something. And then people will really think it's hornets. Hmm. Uh, okay, so first thing Josh wants to know. 
is the combined number of Super Bowl appearances of the Jams' three NFL teams. So combined Super Bowl appearances of the Panthers, Vikings, Eagles in the next 20 years over or under two and a half. If under, who is not getting there? If your team is not getting there in 20 years, why are you still cheering for them? Golly. <laughs> oh, man. An incredible question. Okay. Gosh. First of all, so, good. so my team hasn't been to the Super Bowl in the 20... 20- years that I've been a fan. Okay. Wow. We have... Uh, gotten to the NFC Championship and lost every time. Uh, We are 0-4 in NFC Championships as I am a fan. Um, In the next 20 years, Mm -hmm. two and a half, I'll be honest, I'm going to say... I'm going to say under. I am kind of leaning under two, which is tragic. I know. I think we can get two. I combined Vikings, I'm, Eagles, Panthers. I mean, so here's the thing: the Eagles and the Panthers. Again, in the time that I have been a Vikings fan, the Eagles and the Panthers have been to the Super Bowl twice each. True. They are one in three between the three of them. True, and that one was a miracle. Yes. And there, the thing is, like, you can have a year like the Panthers had. Yes. Just kind of all of a sudden, mm-hmm. things break right. That's why, like, the 15 in one year, everything broke right. Yep. Healthy, defense was playing together. Offense went crazy. Offense was awesome. Like, Ted Ginn. Who would have thought Ted Ginn? Ted Ginn, man. Whew. Jericho Clutchery, as they like to say. Wow. Man. NFL players so doggone athletic. <laughs> uh, what did James Winston uh, trainer say? He said, "Wait, what did he say?" <laughs> he said, "Be prepared." I'm like, "No, he didn't. You need to have a trainer. Stop." Mr. Marcus Russell is James Winston's trainer. Oh, James, you missed that. Mm. Ah, mm. missed Kamara on the initial. Mm. Sorry, man. Brian Johnson. He is he is easily my favorite player, but I do admit his flaws and weaknesses. Yeah. So, Josh, why would we still be fans if it's under two combined? Listen, I've come too far. Yeah. All right, I I would like to. Be, I I have to believe. Like I have, I I have to believe that we will. Get it right. I think. I feel like as an organization, I feel like the Panthers and the Eagles both have blueprints to get to the Super Bowl and the Vikings. We're still trying to figure out our blueprint. I think we. I feel like as of right now, we have invested too much into our current quarterback, Hmm. which is preventing us from making moves that we probably could be able to move like make otherwise. Um, yeah, I definitely think we overpaid like for Kirk Cousins, like just way too much. I think he would have been. I think he would have signed for way less, and we didn't need to offer him that much. Um, and then at the same time, it's like 
he's not like the franchise quarterback. He is a very good statistical quarterback. Hmm. He does not make yeah. a bunch of tremendous mistakes, but he also doesn't make like the plays to win. Um, I feel like our defense is on the tail end of its greatness. I feel like we have two more years of an elite level defense before we lose a Harrison Smith. You know, we got Patrick Peterson, but, you know, he's obviously, you know, this isn't Arizona Patrick Peterson, Kendricks, uh, Daniil Hunter, um, Anthony Barr, like all these, all our guys. I'm like, yeah, I mean, Father Time is undefeated. And then I feel like from an offensive standpoint, I mean, we have the pieces now. So, like, if we could get a Deshaun Watson, I'd say go for it. Wow. Like, I'd say if we – as long as we don't have to, like, blow up the team to get it or to get him, I'd say go for it. I feel like Deshaun gives us a wrinkle that Kirk Cousins does not, um, provided that Deshaun can play. Let's get it. I think we can win now. Um, And then I think Deshaun gives us an adequate future to uh to continue to build on and make people want to come play um yeah that that's how i feel so why do i stay with the vikings because they my team they my team <laughs> yeah it's, it's really always hope it's, it's always hope and it's like i i just don't want to give up. i don't want to give up on them mm-hmm. even though i say it all the time i talk hardcore cash money trash yeah. about my team but yeah. At the end of the day, I'm I'm invested. I mean, I started off this podcast by saying burn the Panthers to the ground. Mm. Like, sorry. But again, I'm like you. I'm hoping for that one year where we go 15-1. and Because mm-hmm. it could be next year. You just have a Philly special that just yeah. comes out of nowhere. Hey, P.J. Walker, you gotta give him, he comes in for the hurt. Sam Darnold. Let's be honest, man. Boom. It's, it's about time to put P.J. in the game. I agree. I just, ah, guys, I, Matt, you know, I I tried to give Sam Darnold some credit. I tried to, tried to ride with him for three games. He looked good. I was like, this man is proving me wrong. And these last four games, I'm like, and that's why I didn't like him. That's why I've never liked him. That's really sad. He just hasn't looked good. Yeah. Pretty, uh, not as, I mean, I will, I I would like to see what happens when C-Mac comes back. See if that helps to play in... What is wrong with his hand? Stitches. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I would like to see what happens when he comes back, but I just... I don't like him. I don't like him as a football player. Well, things have emerged... Oh, yeah. Go. Go. No. Oh, my gosh. I don't even think I get a point for that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is... Um, Devontae Adams test positive for the Rona. Come on, bro! What y'all out here doing, man? Those people are going down. Um, for Thursday's game, he out. He didn't test positive. He gonna be positive. They Panthers are in talks for Deshaun. Yeah, which would be crazy. It would provide it. I'm like, I I am curious. Like, it's a it's a lot of. Uh, legalities. I know. With Deshaun. I'm like, it's I know. a lot. And it's very much under wraps. Yeah. But, sheesh. I know. That's the thing. It's like, can he even play? 
like we no one knows. Yeah. Like, there's like so much unknown with him. So it's like if you trade a bunch of stuff for him and then you can't then use like it. he's guilty and like he's on he's the like exempt list like, or whatever. Yeah. Not, it's like you just lost three first round picks. Yeah, for nothing. Yeah. It'd have to be like conditional though. I bet they could do like a Carson Wentz deal. That's like true. oh yeah, you get this That's provided true. provided that this doesn't happen. But yeah, it's like true. I would put a bunch of ifs on there. So Josh also said uh, another jam prompt. Mm-hmm. The Panthers should trade Christian McCaffrey for a top five offensive lineman and a second round pick. So maybe like uh, who's that? Quentin Nelson from the Colts. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to like somebody like that and a second round pick. And they get Christian McCaffrey. I mean, you could. I don't. I'm not saying Christian McCaffrey doesn't have value, but he is an NFL running back. And what we have seen with NFL running backs are they quickly find out in the market that they are not worth what they yeah. think they are. Yep. Um, yeah, so if the Panthers were to make that trade, I would even I would even say I would just take two players. Give me two players. Give me um give me an offensive lineman. Give me give me a linebacker or something like that. Give me basically anything. But a draft pick is like it's cause it would I think in trading Christian McCaffrey not only do you lose, like, you know, a playmaker to somebody helps you win a game, but it helps you, you lose people in the seats. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure that financially that's a good move mm-hmm. to just do that. Um, that being said, Christian has gotten hurt each of the last couple seasons. Hasn't finished the season in, what, two years? Yeah. So a little concerning there. So if you're thinking that you can get something for him now and, you know, just hope that, you know, he doesn't have all this, a whole bunch left in the tank or, you know, he gets his body right and just dominates the league for the next five to seven years. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it almost, like, depends on what he looks like when he comes back. Because mm-hmm. if you're 3-0 with him, 0-4 without him, and then he comes back and you start winning again. Yeah. It's like, it's like okay, so he's the most important cog. Yeah. Season. Whereas, like, if he comes back and we still can't do stuff, yeah, then it's like, like okay, dude, get rid of this guy. It's over. Get something good. Blow it up. Yep. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. It's kind of it's how I felt about Adrian Peterson with the Vikings um, towards the end. I was like, I think we need to trade him. Hmm. I think I think we can get something for him. We can get a lot for him. Yeah. And uh, could they move the team on like. Obviously, you want to keep Adrian Peterson, but... Ah. Yeah. That's the thing. There's, like, a point of return where, like, the return on investment, mm-hmm. like, you always want to get more. The Falcons should have traded Julio Jones last year. Yeah, definitely. Like that. Like, it's, a, it's like, a yeah. point where... People want him. Yeah. So... Yeah. People yeah, want Trade him while their value's high. He's not happy. You're clearly not going to do anything worthwhile with his career, so might as well trade him. Yeah. That way, everybody's happy. He probably signs a one-day contract, retires with you, moves on. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, what if Tom Brady retires at 10 buck and never goes back to New England? 
<laughs> Gosh. Did you see? So, uh, the guy, Tom Brady threw for 600 touchdown passes. Yes. Mike Evans gave the ball away because he didn't know 600. Mm. That fan was given the ball, so it's his. Yes. And the Bucks went to that fan, the per, you know personnel, and like got the ball from them. Mm. And apparently, the guy just kind of gave it away easy. Yeah. So, the stuff details came out, but apparently he got two signed jerseys by Tom Brady, mm. a signed like helmet from Mike Evans. A thousand dollar gift card to the team shop, and then season two season tickets for the rest of this year and next year. So was that worth it? If it would have been, Tom Brady gave me fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> yes, but thousand dollars to the team shop. Basically, what just happened is the team just made a thousand dollars. Cause it's like an autographed jersey, all that. Oh, that's great. I'm not mad at that. Like, cool. Like, by all means, get 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 what you got. Oh, that's how he scored. Okay. Um. So get what you got. But genuinely, I'm like, yeah, Tom, man, you gonna have to buy this for me. Uh. Yeah. Which the people said you could probably make like a hundred thousand dollars or something if you auction off the ball immediately. Yeah. Immediately. So, so I for like I'm like Tom Brady. First of all, Mike Evans, get it together. I know. <laughs> you knew, like you had to know, like oh man, Tom Brady's at five ninety eight. So you got one. That's five ninety nine. You know they put it up on the on the screens and everything. Like, bro, lock in. Yeah. Come on, Gino. What's wrong with you? And how you drop that? Why y'all sorry, man? <laughs> well, he clearly thinks he caught it. Hmm. Let's try to convince him. Oh, mm, I saw it. It came out. out. Yeah, what would you want if you were that guy? If it's me, give me 50K. 50K. I don't need any of the other stuff. Like, now. Just you want cash. You're just you just looking me, for cash. You give me 50K, done. You don't want to leverage it into, like, I want to be. The face of the Bucks, like PR, I, you can say like, I want to be in the booth. I want to be calling the games. Nah, man, you give me fifty k, okay. and from there, I mean, I'm trying to even think of. I'm trying to. It would be okay. Let me let me go this way. So, let's say, I don't know how this happens, but let's say Kobe had broke the scoring record. Kobe broke Kareem's scoring record, or mm-hmm. let's say when LeBron does it, right? Because I'm going to say when, not if. So when LeBron breaks Kareem's record, and I happen to be there, and, uh, you know what I'm saying, he, LeBron just like, ah, takes his jersey off, throws in the crowd, I catch it. Awesome. Perfect. That's my jersey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, LeBron, if you want this back, that's fine. I'm going to need fifty dollars to $100,000. And here's the thing. Excuse me. You got it. Yeah. Like it's not like I'm not asking for. Oh, I need the, what the resale market is gonna get for it. It's going for 1.5 million. Eventually, like eventually, it'll end up in your hands. This honestly is a hometown discount because I like you mm-hmm. and because I want you to have it. 
But yeah, just slide me a hundred k. We we ain't gotta talk about it. You just slide it to me. I give it. Well, you never have to hear from me again. Which would be a big thing for you mm-hmm. and a little thing for him. Yes, I'm like you got your jersey. You got you know what I'm saying it's like cool if you if you want to slide your boy an autograph or something cool I ain't tripping on that I don't need it but no I'm not. <laughs> Stay. Um, yeah, I I just feel like for Tom Brady, and again, Tom Brady is gonna set a bunch of things, set a bunch of records. So like, I would the reason why I wouldn't like go crazy with like uh, touchdown number six hundred. The Tom's gonna throw twenty five more this year, so it's like I like the the last touchdown ball is what I'd like. I'd probably try to leverage. I'm like, ah, right, yeah, let me. I need like half a million on this one. Like you want to keep that in your house, <laughs> or, or oh, this is the, you know, the, the last, the basically the last thing he does is that ass where the money comes. I'm like six hundred, that's big, and who knows if anybody get close to it. Um, oh yeah, it's weird. But I mean, like, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna trip. If this was like six hundred game winning Super Bowl, I'm like, okay, well, all right, all right you yeah. Pay, I feel like it's something where the government, you know, can just say. Hey, we're gonna take part of your property for roads. Yep. And you can like we're gonna give you the value of your mm-hmm. whatever, and we set the value. Or yeah. Something silly, or it's like, I feel like the NFL could be like, in certain certain circumstances, like we're taking that ball. Yeah. It's going to the can. Or yeah, like it's it's Sorry. got to. You you and, get nothing. And and there if, if even if they did give you something, it would be probably around twenty thousand. Yeah. So I'm like, man, let me go ahead, do something decent right here. Tom, again, you got it. Yeah. Yeah. What cool. do you think twenty thousand, fifty thousand dollars to Tom Brady is? Like compared to what it is for like what would be fifty thousand for him would be what for us? Let me, Five dollars? I'm gonna just take a quick look. <laughs> I'm gonna take a quick look at his contract. Let's just see what he's what is he making. This is like if I if we go to Starbucks and buy a coffee. You know, not that big of a deal for him to go drop 50000 Let's see. Tom Brady, his current deal. Actually, not crazy. His base salary is $1 million with an $8 million signing bonus. And so he's making about a little over $10 million this year. Not too um, bad. So for him, at this point, it's like, and let me see his career earnings. Let's see, Tom Brady. But then you got all Giselle stuff too. Yep. Which is ridiculous. And I'll and I'll just factor out Giselle because so Tom Brady has made about over twenty seasons two hundred thirty five million dollars. So he's actually making about ten million dollars a season. If I break that, if I'm making ten million dollars in a season. 50,000 it takes 20 of those to get to 1 million and then I have to do that 10 more times so it takes 200 of those to get to 10 million so essentially I feel like for Tom Brady uh, to drop $50,000 would be the equivalent of me like dropping like $100 Mm -hmm. it's not a lot of money but it's not like it's. It's like oh yeah, cool. I can. Yeah. I'd, I'd spend a hundred dollars to, 
like for my convenience. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, that makes me feel better about asking Tom Brady for fifty thousand dollars. Yes, absolutely. Like asking fifty thousand, like, oh yeah, you want this? Like, I'll sell it to you for fifty k. He'd make fifty thousand in interest in like easily a year. Easily, I mean, and this is this is just career earnings, yeah. salary wise. This is not endorsements or anything oh, like yeah, that. I'm like, insane. it's it actually, and honest, and honestly and truly, it's probably fifty bucks for Tom Brady. Yeah, it's like if if I needed to pay fifty bucks to, I don't know. I'm trying to think of anything monumental that I've done that I would like to document. I don't understand if Lamar's always open. Yeah, I'm like why does no one guard him? Shout out to my boy Jameis. Wow. Um, well, we've come to the time, so, uh, go birds. Skull. And flyers? Oh, yeah, fly, flyers, fly. Fly, flyers, fly. Fly, flyers, fly.